Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And here we are. It is Friday. January 26, 2024. My name is Matt, and this is your Daily Crypto News. You know what? I just got really bullish a minute ago because I was talking to my buddy, Paul McNeil, the crypto curator. He was uh, on the show multiple, multiple times. But, you know, yesterday I talked about Mt. Gox and them repaying the people who lost their Bitcoin through the hack of Mt. Gox, you know, 10 years ago. And everybody was assuming that it was around $30 billion of Bitcoin about to go into the hands of people that got really rich overnight, not overnight, after 10 years of not having their coin, give them their Bitcoin back, and then they're going to dump on the market. Well, Simon Mao and Travis Kling, they both say that, you know what, it, that it's not going to be that big. That Mt. Gox actually only has around 180,000 Bitcoin, which is still a lot, but it's about $8 billion, a lot less than the $30 billion that they thought. And then it's not like the GBTC. It's not like they're going to, you know, be forced to dump on the market. It's going to be that are people going to huddle or are people not? Are people going to sell or are, are people going to sell all at once or are people going to sell over time? And how are they going to do that? Maybe they'll sell one right now to do something like buy a new car and then continue to huddle. So maybe let's just say $8 billion is out there to the people. $4 billion gets sold, which is a little downward pressure, but then everybody else is just kind of like, you know, hey, let's figure some things out. And so are we bullish? I mean, we have people like Arthur Hayes, as you heard yesterday, thinks that Bitcoin is going to go down to $30,000. We've heard other people saying that Bitcoin is going to go below 30 into the 20s. I don't believe that. But there's lots of people saying lots of things, as people do. Another narrative that's going around right now is that a lot of people, a lot of, I guess, OGs are kind of pissed at this whole thing. They're pissed at the ETF because what Bitcoin has turned into is just a money-making investment. Is number going to go up instead of the transformational revolutionary technology that was envisioned back in the day by Satoshi Nakamoto? A kind of currency that was not inflationary a kind of currency that was not controlled by one government, a kind of currency that was transparent so you didn't have shady shadow banking practices in the back end, making deals that don't make sense. Also, maybe could be added to government so there's more transparency about how they're using and spending your tax dollars. This was all what Bitcoin was for. And now it's just turned into a commodity of number go up. Did we lose the plot? I don't think so. 
I think that we still have this aspect of the technology of Bitcoin that is this revolutionary, transparent, autonomous, sovereign money. But we also have an ETF now. And just because, and I keep saying this, just because you have banks and institutions buying up this Bitcoin or trading this Bitcoin or it's now a you know publicly traded commodity as an ETF form, doesn't mean that the inherent good or the inherent qualities of Bitcoin doesn't exist. The issue will be is if all of the institutions and all of the governments hold all the Bitcoin and you don't have any. That is the issue. If there's 21 million Bitcoin and they have 19 million of them, yeah, that's an issue. That's not really for the people. That's why you got to stack your stats and you have to have self-custody if you believe that this could be a revolutionary game changer in the future. Right now, it's a publicly traded commodity. What do you think? Again, Matt at DailyCryptoNews.net. Enough for me this morning. Let's get into Asia Focus. Hey everyone, welcome back to Asia Focus, a weekly section of Daily Crypto News. I'm Sarah. Hope you had a great week. Let's get started. A leading Japanese crypto advocate, Takeshi Fujimaki, has won back his seat in the House of Councillors, the nation's lower parliamentary house. Fujimaki is a 73-year-old crypto and blockchain champion, and he will take his place in the house following the death of a sitting lawmaker. And this news is interesting because he has been spoken in favor of issues such as crypto tax reform, US-style crypto ETF approval, wider adoption of pro-crypto business policies. Overall, he was manifesting his idea that if Japan supports crypto industry, then it will greatly help the financial growth of Japan and it could also attract a lot of international talents around the world. I mean, it's kind of true, right? And he's not the only one in Japan. A growing number of Japanese politicians have expressed an interest in fostering the crypto sector in recent years. One of them is the leader of the opposition Democratic Party for the People, MP Yuichiro Tamaki who said in 2022 that Tokyo should promote Web3 and the token economy. Interesting. And Yuichiro said his party wanted to tax cryptocurrencies at a flat rate of 20% instead of including the crypto profits on income tax declaration. And another person is MP Shun Otokira of the Japanese Innovation Party, and he has also urged the government to change its crypto tax laws. All right, there are a lot of news coming out these days from Japan, so I guess my prediction was right. I was digging Japanese crypto market and now they are really back in the game and I couldn't be happier about it. A bit old news, but I thought important, so I brought it today. Nearly a decade after Mountain Gox's dramatic collapse, some of the customers who use this exchange claim they have received their long-awaited repayments. Wow, a decade, huh? Posts to the Mountain Gox creditor subreddit as well as posts in a dedicated Telegram channel indicate that certain payments have indeed gone out in the form of the Japanese yen to creditors who appear to have chosen to receive such payments via PayPal. Last November, Kobayashi, the Mountain Gox Rehabilitation Trustee, wrote in a message to creditors that some cash repayments would be issued before end of the year. Quote, the Rehabilitation Trustee plans to commence repayment to creditors shortly. The Rehabilitation Trustee is making efforts to commence repayments in cash within the 2023 calendar year. End quote. Kobayashi's November missive explained. 
However, due to the large number of rehabilitation creditors who will receive repayment, the varying types of repayments, the different preparation and processing times required to make the repayment, and repayments will continue into 2024. End quote. So this news is a bit old, but I wanted to bring it because it was kind of the first news of this whole series of Mountain Gox rehabilitation.、Um, now, as of January 26th. Friday, there are bunch of people already got their repayments from Mount Gox Rehabilitation Trustee, which is a good sign. But guess, <laughs> a decade they had to wait. I mean, waiting is a generous word, but it happened. So, I'm happy for them. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com/weightloss. That's PlushCare.com/weightloss. PlushCare.com/weightloss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to sixty percent off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com/acast. That's burrow.com/acast. burrow.com/acast. Gary Tiu, executive director and head of regulatory affairs of OSL, a Hong Kong licensed crypto exchange, said that Hong Kong could potentially see the issuance of its first spot crypto exchange traded funds (ETF) by the middle of this year, according to local media, the Hong Kong Economic Journal. He added, "Quote: These ETFs offer several crucial benefits, including promoting orderly markets for underlying digital assets." Establishing a model for local investor protection and accelerating integration between regulated digital asset platforms and traditional financial institutions. Yada yada yada. Well put. Anyways, about ten fund companies have begun exploring the launch of such ETFs in the city for some time now. We have seen a couple news coming out about that by Hashkeys and so on. And Hong Kong has currently listed several futures-based crypto ETFs already: Samsung Bitcoin Futures Active ETF, CSOP Bitcoin Futures ETF, and CSOP Ether Futures ETF. But we're moving. We're moving towards first spot crypto ETF in Asia, in Hong Kong. Indonesia's Ministry of Finance said the total tax revenue from crypto in 2023 was 31.7 million dollars, which is about Indonesian rupiah 467.27 billion. Wow, that's very insignificant. The country's tax revenue last year fell 62 percent compared to the partial collection period in 2022, when the tax regime was introduced in May 
So if we dive a little bit deeper here, crypto transactions in Indonesia are subject to dual taxation system, a 0.1% income tax and a 0.11% value added tax. VAT. That is a very, very low number, I gotta say. And additionally, local crypto exchanges must contribute around 0.04% tax to the national crypto bars. Compared to US being 0 to 10%, 20% according to how much you gained, and Japan up to 55%. I mean, Korea is talking also around 10 to 20%. I think that is very standard. And it's not even close to that number. So that's very, very low. Not sure how they got to this number, but that's the news. That's all for today. And briefly in some other news, Bitcoin pioneer Jeff Garzik, he has a new production company. It's called Next Cypher. And he's tapped Star Trek's Jonathan Frakes to direct and adapt a sci-fi novel called Deathlands. As you guys know, Jonathan is Commander Riker on Star Trek, The Next Generation, and he has, well, directed a lot of Star Trek. A lot of Star Trek. From Next Generation episodes to Star Trek movies to Star Trek Picard to Strange New Worlds, he's been around. But anyway, this Deathlands is based on a novel by James Exler and Jack Arden, and it follows a band of survivors traversing the post-apocalypse world using teleportation technology. It's like Mad Max. It's like post-apocalypse. It's like Mad Max meets AI meets the monsters from Tremors and everything else in between. So that's going to be turned into a TV show with Jonathan at the helm. I'm looking forward to it. I always like some good sci-fi, but if you have teleportation technology, I'm just wondering why is these monsters even, even a thing if you could just like teleport them somewhere else or have the technology so advanced that you could just zap them all. Maybe they have technology too. Maybe they have like little laser guns on their foreheads or something. Anyway, if you guys know about Deathlands, let me know. ARK Invest continues to offload shares of their ProShares Bitcoin Trust ETF or ticker BITO, B-I-T-O, while accumulating their own spot Bitcoin ETF. Kathy Wood's investments sold around uh, 2,226,191 shares of Bitcoin futures ETF since January 19th, worth around $42.8 million at yesterday's closing price at around $19.22. Meanwhile, they've bought around 1,563,000 shares of ARC 21 shares Bitcoin ETF, or ARC B, worth around $62.3 million. Long story short, is their ARC W holds around $91.4 million of ARC B constituting around 6% of their weighted fund total value. And if you guys want to summarize that to one short phrase, they're stacking sats. And finally, apparently there's been no decision to make or pursue a digital pound, the so-called Britcoin, the British CBDC. The Bank of England and His Majesty's Treasury said that we will make sure that we can design a digital pound that will work for you before any decisions are made on whether or not to start building it. They said that a digital pound will be private, but it won't be anonymous, unlike cash. Hmm. Red flag. They continue to say a digital pound will not replace cash. Not yet. So the public will continue to have access to an anonymous payment option. For now. And they guaranteed both users' privacy and that neither the Bank of England nor the government would control how you spend your money. I call BS. Some 130 countries representing 98% of the global GDP are currently exploring a CBDC. The Chinese Digital Yuan 
is the most advanced. The nation rolled out the digital wallet for its citizens, and some Chinese provinces can receive their salaries in that digital yuan or the China's CBDC. A total of 64 countries are in advanced phases of exploration, which includes development, pilot, or launch. Now let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And the time is 9.48 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Number go up and fear greed go down. I don't understand that. We are at 49 neutral still, leaning toward the fearful. Bitcoin sitting at $41,294, up 3.5% in 24. We're at $41,300 for the most part. And people are getting fearful. I mean... (laughs) If you've been in this crypto space for a while, I mean, you're always fearful, to be honest with you. You never know what's going to happen. Ethereum's at $2,248, up 2.2%. Tellers number three, Binance is at 302, up 3.2%. And Solana's at 9142, 91.42. Let me say that again, 91.42. Did I not tell you earlier this week to buy it at 82? I told you. I'm telling you. It's up 3.6% in 24. Running off the top 10, we have XRP, USDC, Cardano, Avalanche, which is up 7%. I told you guys again, I'm telling you. And Dogecoin's number 10. By the way, if you want another entry point, Matic is at like 74 cents. Matic is at 74 cents. Just throwing that out there, guys. This is not financial advice. Nothing I say is financial advice. I'm just saying go out and buy Matic. (laughs) I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Don't listen to me. Total market cap is at 1.6 trillion. We have a Bitcoin dominance of 50.7 and an ETH dominance of 16.9. And by the way, when I tell you these prices and when I tell you what I want to buy or what I'm looking at or or anything, do not email me. I had a friend, <laughs> I know he was joking, but he called me about two weeks ago. He said, what should I buy? And I said, I said, okay, here's the five coins that I would put money into. And he sent me a screenshot yesterday or maybe two days ago and said, I'm down 25% on all of them. And he, and he hates me for it. I'm like, bro, so don't do that to me. Again, I'm just giving you my advice. If you pull the trigger and put money into any of these cryptos, that's on you, 100% on you. But I always wish you the best luck. And if you do happen to buy that Lambo and pay off your house, send me an email and let me know about your good fortune. It'll make me happy. And until that happens, happy hodling, everyone. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Summer's just around the corner, so give your body the care it deserves with Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Created by infusing Andaria seaweed in barrels of botanical oils, it leaves skin silky soft and glowing. Plus, it's clinically proven to improve elasticity and deeply moisturize without feeling greasy. It's safe, clean, vegan skincare. Get 10% off your first order at oseamalibu.com with code GLOW, plus free shipping on orders over $60. 